Hello, and welcome to the Superhero by Design podcast, a show where we interview real life superheroes. My name is Ace, and I'll be your host. My next guest has been through it all, from building a real estate empire to losing it in the bat of an eye. After hitting a low point, both in his personal and professional life, this man has rebuilt everything in ways that have brought him true happiness, fulfillment, and success in all the right ways. Now he lives a life where he pours himself into others so that they may also live a fulfilling and successful life. Let's give a superhero by design welcome to Rod Khalif. Rod, welcome to the show. Superhero with the name Ace. I mean, that all just ties together beautifully, brother. <laughs> Let's have some fun today. Oh, yeah. And hey, if everybody listening doesn't know this yet, Rod is an amazing, amazing man. We're going to be getting into his story, all the amazing things he does for people, all the amazing things he does in real estate as well. And as you can tell from his voice, he has tons of energy. So I know we are in for a surprise. So buckle your seatbelts. Give it a listen and shoot, I guess, Rod, take it away. How well, you doing, man? Just, I'll tell you what. How about if I just tell a little of my story? That'd be a great place to start. Um, so so I'm an immigrant. I was born in the Netherlands, you know, think wooden shoes and windmills. Uh, immigrated when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, and my mother's Vancha. Uh, we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we really struggled initially. We didn't have a lot of money. And, and uh, you know, I remember eating expired food. We actually shopped at an expired food store, believe it or not, they had that and day old bread, which was cheaper and expired milk with our cereal. I'm sorry, expired evaporated milk, you know, the powdered milk with our yeah, cereal yeah. in the morning because it was cheaper than real milk. And I wore clothes, hand-me-down clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school. So finally, I got disgusted when I was 14. I was tall for my age, and I lied about my age at Burger King so I could get a job flipping burgers so I could buy my own damn clothes and then ultimately buy a car when I turned 15. And, you know, I'm sure you've got listeners that had it harder than I did, you know, and maybe have it harder now with this economic uncertainty we're facing. But I knew I wanted more back then. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And she was a bit of an entrepreneur with her babysitting money. She actually invested in the stock market successfully in IPOs, no formal education, but she also invested in real estate. And her first real estate acquisition was a house directly across the street from us when I was growing up. She, she paid $30,000 for it when I was 14. And then when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that it had gone up in value 20,000. And I was like, what? You made 20 grand? You didn't do anything? Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I went out, got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18. You could do it back then with education. Now they got smart. You need some experience to have your own office. But I could have had my own office. I was smart enough to go work for another broker. So I'm going to be rich selling real estate. Well, I was still living at home. My first year, I made about eight grand. My second year, I maybe maybe 10 grand. Um, But my third year, I made over $100,000, which back in 1980 was pretty decent change. So what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10x my income? Well, what happened was I was dating a girl and her dad, I worked, I went and worked for her dad. He was a broker and he taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology and how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset. Only 10 to 20% is the real estate stuff we talk about on our shows, you know, and and it's, it's really all mindset. And that's how you push through fear. That's how you push through limiting beliefs. That's how you get uncomfortable to actually take action with what you learn. And, uh, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses that I've rented long term. I own thousands of apartment units now. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. 
And you might say, wow. And I said, wow. And if you want to do the math on that, it's $8,300 an hour, which of course I did. And I got a head so big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate God. You know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. That's well, that right. was 2008 and nine. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008 and nine. And so what I'm known for talking about on my podcast, um, which I'm blessed to say um, is the largest commercial real estate podcast really out there where it's 17 million downloads. And you know, I, and what I'm known for talking about there and at my boot camps is the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place, but probably more importantly, the mindset it took to recover from losing that. You know, people killed themselves for losing the same amount of money, actually in 08, 09 and in the Great Depression proportionately. And and so happy to drill down on some of that, some of that mindset stuff, if you like, Ace. Yeah, no, I, I'd be happy to jump into that. I'm a big mindset guy myself. And like we say, 80, 90% of what we do is mindset. It's only right. 10 to 20%, which is the actual mechanics. So, mm -hmm. uh, can you go back? You said between year two and three, you 10 X. Mm -hmm. And that's because you started to learn about this mindset. Mm -hmm. I, wor there I worked with a guy that was just, a, a, a you know, massive personality. Um, and, uh, and he just taught me about the importance of that and, and some of the strategies around that. And then I actually spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet, who's best in the world at it, uh, yes. I was on, his, on his team for eight years, actually. And, and, and so, uh, you know, uh, it got ingrained into me and I love it. It's, it's, it's to me, it, you know, motivational discussions and, you know, on my podcast, for example, I do a clip every week called own your power. I just did one on staying motivated and disciplined, uh, today, literally, I just did it today. And these are like five minute clips. So even if you're not interested in multifamily, I hope you'll check it out. My podcast is called lifetime Cash Flow through real estate investing. And there's hundreds of them there. You give me five minutes a week. I will juice you. There's music with them. They're motivational. Because uh, I love it. I, I love writing them and I love, you know, reciting them. And I love talking about all of the different mindset strategies that are available to us. So, yeah. So for somebody who works with a lot of people on their mindset and, and gets them to get, make breakthroughs and all this and that, what are some of the com most common things that you run into with people that they're struggling with to be able to make those well, leaps? You know, why don't I give you some strategies? Okay. Because, okay. because, um, uh, you know, people ask me, how did you recover from losing $50 million? So let's talk about that because, because I will tell you, we're headed for some economic, you know, what storm we're headed yeah. a shit storm and it's coming. Okay. <laughs> and, and to think otherwise is naive because I promise you yeah. it's coming. And so fear will be rampant. Okay. And, and, um, so, you know, let's talk about that because the strategies I used to recover from losing $50 million are the same strategies you're going to want to use to take advantage of what's coming. Okay. Cause I'm going to tell you we're headed some, for some real pain in this country and, and I don't want to scare you. I want to get you excited because there will be incredible opportunity. Everything's going on sale businesses. Every real estate asset class is going on sale. I wouldn't buy office. <laughs> Good God. What a train wreck <laughs> that is right now. In fact, in the six major cities, you know, Chicago, New York, Dallas, uh, Phoenix, uh, LA, the average occupancy for office is like 70, 75% or 73%. These assets don't break even unless they're in the eighties. And so, you know, there's probably over a trillion dollars worth of debt there that's going to go south. And so, you know, it's coming, you know, and, and, and so all asset classes are going to go on sale, like I say, businesses. And, and so, you know, I would tell you, if you're listening, pick a vehicle, decide how you're going to capitalize yep. on what's coming. If it's multifamily, I've got a boot camp coming up in September. I'll, I'll tell you about, 
And, and I'll tell you, I'll give you, you use the code ACE, you can come for 197 bucks. So kind of a no brainer, three day boot camp. It's not a big sales pitch. You know, it's just training, full on training. But regardless of what it is, pick it now and, and learn it as fast as you can. Because if you're trying to learn it in the thick of it, it's going to be too late. So let's talk about the strategies. So the first is, is you've got to be real clear on what you want. You know, uh, if you come to my boot camp, the first hour, an hour and a half is goal setting on steroids. Because how do you get what you want if you don't know what that could is? You got to know what you want and why you want it. So, you know, by the way, um, uh, I do a goal setting workshop every New Year's Day and I put it on my link tree. It's called rodslinks.com. If you're driving, text the word links to 72345. At the bottom of that is my goal setting workshop. It's got music. There's a guide you can download. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Here's the thing, Ace, and you know this. People spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. Doing that goal setting session is designing your life. You know, have your spouse do it. If you've got kids over 10 years old, have them do it. Again, it's rodslinks.com or text links to 72345. So you got to get clear on your goals. Why? Because you've got to create what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire or hunger. you got to want it because that's how you push through the fear. That's how you push through any limiting beliefs that you may have. You know, that's how you get uncomfortable. You know, a lot of us are comfortable and the comfort zone is a nice warm place and nothing freaking grows there, right? That's so right. Um, it starts with goals. you got to do the goals. And then, then you've got to make a decision, okay? And... The Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. It means if you're going to attack the island in battle, you're burning your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. That's a decision, okay? It's not a dip in the toe in the water. It's not one foot in, one foot out. It is freaking done. And then once you've made that decision, you're committed. And once you're committed, you're like a train on a track. If you just go in dipping a toe in the water, you're going to get knocked off track. And so, you know, you've got to make that decision. And sometimes that could be the biggest decision of your life. Maybe it's to start a side hustle like multifamily or some other asset class or buy businesses or whatever it is. Um, and you've got it, but you, it starts with that decision. Then you got to take the first step. And, you know, you take that first step in faith and the next step will be revealed. That's what Dr. Martin Luther King said, you know, um, mm. and sometimes that can be the biggest step of your life. Lao Tzu, thousands of years ago, said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. You've got, but you got to take it. And it can be scary, um, but but you have to do it. And that's how it gets started. You know, I will tell you, there's also the, the law of the first deal in multifamily. You know, I've got uh, students, they're coaching students, they're called my warriors. And there's about 1,200 of them, maybe 12 to 1,400 of them. And something I'm very proud of, they own right now somewhere between 170 and 180,000 units that we know of. Super proud of that because I've only been teaching five years. And and um, and why did I bring that up? <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. So, uh, oh, oh, um, they, sometimes I see it with them. They're like, it's been four months and they don't have a deal. And then it's six months. And they don't have a deal. Eight months, sometimes even a year. And they're, and I'm pushing them. I'm like, come on, go make it happen. It'll be okay. And then they get that first deal. And next thing I know they have three or four. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And it's yeah. like, you know, that first deal, it's the scariest, takes the longest, most stressful. And once they get it, it's like, okay, that's all there is. And, and they, and they, and they move on. And, um, 
The next thing I want to tell you after you take that first step is you play to your strengths. This multifamily game is a team sport. And there are lots of different hats you can wear. You can be the mouthpiece like Ace and I that are out there building relationships. You could be the underwriter that underwrites the deals. You probably do that as well since you're an architect, you're analytical too, <laughs> which is unusual. Uh, but, but you know, to have both of those qualities. But, uh, the, you know, maybe you're the asset manager. You're, you've got management experience or construction experience and you're managing the asset after you buy it. Or you're raising the money or... You know, there's lots of different hats you can wear. And so I'm going to tell you to play to your strengths. Why? Because your strengths are your greatest assets, okay? And if you're playing to your strengths, you love what you do. And I'll tell you, some of the best partnerships that I see on my podcast are, you know, an analytical person with an outgoing person. You know, those are partnerships made in heaven for, for multifamily because, you know, this business is primarily empirical, but you have to build relationships. So if you're playing to your strengths also, you're going to be passionate. And passion is required to influence people. And if you're loving what you're doing, can you tell I'm passionate? I freaking love this, you know? And 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 oh, so yeah. that's how you influence people to work with you and and to to you know to trust you and to and to partner with you and maybe invest with you and so on and so forth. So so it it, it that passion is is also critical. Um and so you're playing to your strengths and you've got that passion. The next thing I'm gonna tell you is focus. And if you're watching or listening to the to Ace and I. You're, you're a leader. Yeah, you wouldn't be here if you weren't a leader. And when I tell you the world needs leaders now more than ever, uh, don't get me started, okay? And, and it's really easy to get caught up in, you know, the crap on the news. And, and it's primarily all crap, too. And, and, you know, you don't even know what to believe anymore. And, and so, you know, it's super important as a leader that you stand guard at the door to your mind and you only bring in the good stuff, okay? And, 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 and so focus is so important, okay? Focus is power. You know, the, the most successful people on the planet have the highest degree of focus. And, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, whatever you focus on is going to get bigger, both positive or negative. Okay. So, you know, I'll get people and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? And I'm wrong, wrong question. How do you make so much money that debt's irrelevant? Right. That's the right question. You know, they asked mother Teresa if she was anti-war, she said, no, I'm pro peace. Right. You get it. I mean, again, wherever you put your focus and, you know, I, I get excited because I've had 17 million downloads on my podcast, but I listen to two podcasts. And the reason I bring that up is they both probably get about 17 million a week. Uh, one is Joe Rogan and the other one is Tim Ferriss. So I get both sides of the aisle. I try to stay balanced. I'm definitely on one side, but, but, but on Tim Ferriss's show, um, he interviews the best of the best in the world. So he interviews the best athletes, NFL, NBA players, Michael Phelps, uh, actors like uh, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman, uh, Arnold, Jamie Foxx, um, uh, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of the biggest companies in the world like Zuckerberg. And he he deconstructs their success. Fascinating conversations, very intelligent conversations. Uh, I don't agree with them politically, but I, I fascinating conversations. But I started to hear a pattern with these world-class people they almost all meditate. What does meditation enhance? Mm-hmm. Focus, right? And so yeah. focus is super important, you know, and, 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 and I'll tell you, like, I don't know about you, Ace, but sometimes I'll be watching some stupid shit on Netflix and I'll be scrolling through my social media on my phone. If you come to Nashville and you are a podcaster or you are a YouTuber, you cannot get away from coming to this place. This is how Rogan started. Everything's set up for you. All you gotta do is sit down and speak your mind. going on guys welcome to the podcast house so uh, this is a podcast studio it's also an all-inclusive airbnb experience and we're throwing a little party this wednesday so if you guys want to come out check out the podcast 
you guys can even shoot your own mini podcast and just uh, network, build relationships. Hope to see you there. And, and here's the problem with that. Your brain is making these micro decisions that kill your freaking focus. So super, super important. You know, the other thing I want to mention is, you know, we talked about fear and limiting beliefs. And, and um, when I was six, I immigrated, like I said, and I got thrown into school and I didn't speak English. And, and so I found out what bullies were for the first time. And then my mom, proud Dutch woman that was, she was, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got my ass kicked again. And then, you know, there were bullies at the end of my street that, and they chased me home and she chased them off of the fly swatter. So the next day, butt kicking, you know, I hadn't learned how to fight back yet. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? Which of course presupposed I wasn't. And a lot of people have these limiting belief systems. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough is a big one. You know, I'm not analytical enough. That was another one of mine. You know, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. And here's the thing I want you to remember. If you're consciously aware of one of these, there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99.9% .9 of them are nice. BS. There's something happened to us consciously or subconsciously when we were a child and we believe it's real, but it's not. And so, so it's important that if you are consciously aware of one of these uh, BS belief systems that you drag it out in the daylight, you look at it with your adult rational mind. You know, I used to be afraid to raise my hand in class and afraid of being embarrassed or humiliated. Now I speak in front of, I spoke in front of 1200 people last week, got thousands of people a year. I speak in front of typically in short, and flip-flops because I'm becoming more and more free from the opinion of others, but I wasn't before. So if you've got one of those, drag it into the daylight, look at it, recognize that it's BS, and I promise you ultimately it will go away. The next thing I want to mention is peer group. You know, when I was losing everything in 2008 and 2009, um, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership, okay? And that mastermind was about $130,000 back then all in. And it's more than that now, but I was around people that were killing it in that crash. I mean, they were like thriving and they're like, get up, you puss, 50 million, million, go make it happen. Who do you want to be around when the, you know, what hits the fan, right? right? You want to be around yeah. that group. So it's critical that you get around people that are, that want what you want. You know, so many people default to a peer group that they went to school with or that they work with. And those people out of their own limiting beliefs or fears or fear of losing you or fear of you being embarrassed or humiliated if you succeed could hold you back. And sometimes it's family. And I'm going to tell you, love your family, but choose your peers. Get around people that want more yeah. out of life. That's why my warriors are so freaking successful in my coaching program, because they lift each other up every time there's a success. They throw it on their private Facebook group and they're congratulating each other. That's what you want. You want to be around people that think what you think is hard is easy. Okay. You know, like if you're going to play tennis with somebody, do you want to play somebody that's better than you or worse than you? Right. So get sure. around a group of people that want more out of life because when this dream is first a dream in your mind, it's a fragile thread and be very careful who you share it with because that thread can, that thread can be broken if you share it with the wrong person. Super, super important. Um, I could stop now or I could keep going if you like. <laughs> I'm no, kind of blabbering here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, all of this stuff is, is freaking gold nuggets. Like uh, what right. you, what you had mentioned at the beginning, Get clear on what you want. If you don't know what you want in life, and the thing is, I, I tell people this all the time, it's like it's like we're all born with muscles, but if we don't go to the gym and work out the muscles, they're not going to get big and strong. Right. People never ask themselves, the first time I went to a UPW, a Tony Robbins event, mm -hmm. 
and he asked what you want. What do you really want? Mm -hmm. I, I had no clue. I was like 27, 28 years old. I had no clue what I really wanted in life because what I thought I wanted in life was I was just repeating what my parents wanted for me or what I thought other people wanted for me. And I didn't really know what I really wanted. So I think starting off there, asking yourself that question is so important. And then, like you said, the well, why do you want it? That's the right. fuel uh, that and, keeps and, you and going. And then dig deeper on that why. Uh, why do you want that? Okay, why do you want that? When you dig deep, you get right down to it. And I will tell you, we all just want love and happiness. That's the bottom line. And you yep. learn that when you dig deep like that. So you did UPW. Good for you, brother. I, I've, I've probably, I'm not exaggerating, done 30 maybe more than that, maybe 40 UPWs. I've done 11 to 12 date with destinies. These are Tony Robbins events for you guys don't know. Um, and by the way, if you can ever see him live, just do it. Trust me. Um, you know, I, I just did his business mastery at his new studio in West Palm beach. Uh, I don't know about six months ago, which was awesome. That studio is incredible. I get excited about my freaking studio. They're roofing it right now where I'd be in it. Literally they're on the roof there right now, putting the roof on. There's no way we could do it there, but you know, mine's a joke. I mean, his is like, anyway, I digress, but, uh, uh, yeah. So, so good for you. Uh, you're obviously a like-minded person here. You want, you want more out of life. And, oh, and, for sure. And, and like you said, the, the peer group, the platinum partners is, oh, is yeah. Tony's group, but mm -hmm. finding yourself a good peer group is so important. And because we, we meet the expectations of our peer group of right. the people and you around can start us. Start one of your own, you know, guys, if you know, if you can't make it to my boot camp, I mean, there'll be 1200 people there, but if you can't make it there, then just, just maybe start your own meetup. Say, I want to talk about multifamily in my little town or go to a meetup, you know, and, and, and meet like-minded people. And that's who you hang with. That's who you allow to influence you. Be very careful who you allow to influence you. Let's talk about failure for a second, Ace, if you'll humor me. Okay. Yeah, you know, that, that was a $50 million failure, but I call them seminars. Okay. They're only a failure if you don't get, oh, I love it. You don't get the lesson. And, and, uh, you know, here's the reality. We fail our way to success. Okay. Um, you know, I got to meet Sarah Blakely, the billionaire owner of Spanx, you know, the mm, women's undergarments yep. hold it all together, started with $5,000 and she was in Forbes. She's a billionaire, beautiful human being, by the way, anyway, but I, I met her at a mastermind and she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother pretty much on a weekly basis, what have you failed at this week? And I thought, what an awesome freaking yep. question to ask your kids, you know, recognize that if you are not failing or, or having setbacks or having seminars, like I call them, you're really not trying. Let's be honest. Okay. And, and so, you know, we learn from setbacks. You know, if you come to my boot, can I mention my boot camp real quick? Uh, oh, of course. For a minute? Okay. So That's I've got it. a three day boot camp, September 15th through the 17th in Orlando. Mm -hmm. If you can come, use the code ACE, you come for $197. The code is ACE. Now you go to that rodslinks.com at the top's my bootcamp site. And at rodslinks, there's tons of free resources. There's all sorts of world-class, I'm going to say, books about this business. Incredible book on asset management. Incredible book on hiring a third-party property manager on, on the questions you ask if you're going to get into a partnership. There's a, a due diligence book on checklist called the Toolbook. There's all kinds of free resources. There's my number one best-selling book. Um, how to create lifetime cash flow through multifamily properties, uh, number one bestseller in multiple categories. You pay that one, you can get the physical copy, you pay six bucks or something like that and get the physical copy. But, but there's my bootcamp site. When you, when you register, you decode ACE for, you come for $197. It's a no brainer. Okay. For 197. In fact, if you come and you don't love it, 
I'll give you your 197 bucks back. I mean, I don't mean like it. I mean, freaking love it. Okay. And I've never had, and this is first time for anything. The only complaint we ever get is the room's too cold or the food sucked or something like that, but never the content. But it, you know, we go through every aspect of the business, finding deals, evaluating deals, finding, building a team, finding a market, evaluating the market, financing, raising money, syndication, joint venture, property management, you name it. Um, so, you know, I hope you can make it. Um, if not, definitely go do my goal setting, uh, you know, get clear on what you want. Um, uh, but when I tell you opportunities coming guys, I, I can't stress that enough. It's definitely coming. You know, if I hadn't been hiding under a rock in 2009 and 10, you know, feeling sorry for myself, you know, I'd probably be on the back of a yacht right now. That's how much exponential opportunity was here after that crash. I really believe it's coming again. And we can talk about why if you like, uh, Ace, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. And okay. the thing that I want to let the listeners know about your boot camp is a lot of these people that that preach, hey, come learn about probate deals, come learn about seller financing deals and things like that. A lot of these people that do these types of boot camps and classes will teach you a certain strategy, but that's it. Real estate's not I, about I teach a strategy. seller financing. I teach how to how to find deals through probate. I teach all that. Yeah, it's pretty encompassing. I'm going to tell you the manual's about two and a half inches thick. It is drinking through a fire hose. I'm going to tell you that. Bring your A game because I'm going to bring mine if you can make it. Um, well, but, anyone uh, anyone that's been at a Tony Robbins immersion event, mm -hmm. you get decades of knowledge and expertise in days and rod you coming from the from and, the, and i bring the, mindset the, into it as well i can tell you you will get be so freaking you will laugh and you will cry i promise at my event it's not your typical real estate event trust me uh and 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 you'll leave so freaking juiced you'll be coming out of your skin i promise you that that's awesome it, do yeah. people jump up and down like a tony robbins no, I don't do that, but but I make him get up. What I make him do is network. If you're analytical and an introvert, you know, uh, it's okay. You're going to have to have five seconds of courage. I will guide you through it, but you're going to have to get up and meet people. I, I absolutely, because this is a team sport. It's who you know. I will tell you, that's actually more important than what you know in this business. The connections, I tell my warriors, my new students, it's, it, you know, the connections are more important than the knowledge, believe it or not. Uh, I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing is you're going to be around other people that are like-minded. Yes. And once you start yes. finding, the, like you said, these peer groups yes. of like-minded people, then that's the, the most, most important piece. That's the, the most, most important piece. Yeah. The most introverted people like Rod and I, mm -hmm. we're not so introverted anymore. We'd love no. talking to I these actually people. am extroverted because I get energy from being around people. My wife, she gets energy from locking herself in her closet. Uh, you know, but, but, uh, but, uh, but you'll you'll meet people and and I've had people that were terrified of meeting other people that are you know now thousands of units and have pushed themselves through it and uh, lots of them actually uh, in fact the analytical people are probably my most successful and they're definitely the, the they, they connect better with with others because they actually give them their undivided attention me I'm looking around trying to think what I'm going to say and move on to the next thing because I'm moving too freaking fast but an introverted person is one you know they 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 build the deepest relationships and they're fantastic in this business so and, yep. and listen if this is you if you are an analytical and you know who you are and I love you just recognize this. I, and, and you are that person that has to check off every single box before you make a move. Okay. You get caught up in analysis paralysis. Just remember this analogy. You can drive all the way across the United States at night with your headlights only seeing 60 feet in front of you. And you know, you can make it. 
You may have some obstacles, but you know other people have done it before you. It's the same way with this business, okay? You don't have to see the whole road to take action and, and start this business, okay? So please remember that if, if you're analytical. And I love you, and, I, and you know who you are, uh, because otherwise you're going to be here five years from now or even two years from now saying, why didn't I take action on this? And Don't be in the same place you are right now two years from now unless you freaking love where you are right now. Yeah, and two years can happen like grind, that. If you're willing to grind for just a few years, like most people wouldn't, you'll risk, live the rest of your life like most people can't. Yeah, well, most people are grinding right now, and two years are going to fly by like that. You won't and, believe how fast it goes by. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Now I'm with you 100. percent One thing I do want to jump into. So you have mentioned on this this on your website that you hit you hit a low point in your professional life. You had the mansion. You oh, yeah. the let me tell the story. Pool. Let me tell the story. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, let me say one other thing before we do that story. Embrace gratitude. Gratitude is the most foundational emotion we have available to us. I mean, it makes us stronger when we face adversity. You know, it strengthens our immune system, lowers our blood pressure, brings us closer to our spirituality. Um, gratitude is how you manifest everything you want in life. And you can see that recliner behind me. Most mornings I will sit there and I'll just be grateful for my beautiful wife, my kids, my foundation, my coaching students. I'll just do gratitude. Then I'll be grateful for the things that I want as if I already have them. And mm -hmm. sometimes I'll get emotional being grateful for things I don't even have yet. And I know I lost some of you analytical ones on that, but this is how I had 50 million to lose. Now I got it back. So ignore it at your peril is all I would tell you. You could call it prayer if you want, but it absolutely works to manifest what you want. So the story I wanted to share is... I had reached a pinnacle of success. I had always wanted to live on the beach and I built this incredible, it took me 20 years. Obviously there's no beach in Denver, but I visualized the beach and the palm trees and the sand. And 20 years later, I built this incredible uh, 10,000 square foot, $8 million mansion on the beach. And I owned the beach on one side and had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf de Bay. It was like a slice through an island, which was just magnificent. I mean, just to describe this house, I had a giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the pool. Oh, I was through the waterfall to get to the pool. It was, the pool was in magazines. And, you know, it had a big spiral staircase up through the middle, elevator, wine cellar, you know, and I had all the toys. On, on the second floor, I had aquariums built around the staircase cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. So two months after I moved in, I worked for this thing for 20 years. Okay. This was my big goal for 20 years. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. It's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting. And I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. It was to prove the world it was I was good enough. That's the truth of it. And I got depressed. And I don't mean a little depressed. I mean, I was really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I just achieved success like times a thousand. You know, I had the Maserati, I had two Mercedes. I had the, all the toys, the boats, the jet skis, all the stuff. You know, my beautiful family was inside sleeping. How could I, I you know, how could I possibly be depressed? Well, what I realized is there were several things happening. Number one is you never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish, right? You need a vision for the future. So that was one thing. Second thing is it's never about the goals. You need the goals to create that burning desire to push through fear and limiting beliefs. But it's really, you know, happiness comes from progress and growth. Okay, so it's critical that you celebrate any growth and progress that you make, even whatever little amount you have every week. So that's the second thing. But the third big thing, was I was totally focused on me. Rod, 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 show the world I'm good enough, show the world I matter, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the that's the year I met Tony, actually. I, I got one of his books. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to get some books and get my mojo back. And one of the books was one of his. And 
I started reading him like, man, I like this. So I went and saw him live in Fort Lauderdale 23 years ago. And I saw that he fed families for the holidays. And I'm like, what a concept, do something for someone else. I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. And I went home and I called my brother who I was visiting in Denver for Thanksgiving. I said, bro, let's feed five families. So he called his church and he found five families that really needed help. And we bought food and toys for their kids if they had them and frozen turkeys and just all kinds of stuff. Had a blast buying this stuff. And then the third family changed my life, Ace. We go up to this door and there's this woman in this one bedroom. It wasn't even a one bedroom. It was a crappy one bedroom. And and she had five kids, Hispanic woman in Denver. Oh, wow. And she comes yeah. out and she sees all the stuff and she starts crying. And her kids come out and two of the older ones start crying. And I start crying. And I'm freaking hooked. And I'm blessed to say in the last... 23 years, we fed somewhere between 130 and 140,000 children here in Sarasota and Bradenton, Florida. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. We're doing 1,800 on August 4th. Um, um, I'm sorry, maybe it's the 12th. But anyway, it's coming right up. Um, and we've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to our local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles if they encounter a child that's in a traumatic situation. And I don't say this to brag. You know, Here's the thing. In this our society, we've been taught to achieve to be happy. Okay? Like we shouldn't be happy until we've achieved. It's kind of a US thing. Like don't be happy until you've actually done achieved something. Well, I'm going to tell you that if you give back, you're happily achieving. And I know it's a play on words. Tony Robbins actually calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Art of fulfillment. Achievement's a science. You want to learn multifamily, get your butt to my boot camp. I'll give you the blueprint, the map. <laughs> you just got to go do it. Okay? That's yeah. a science. But fulfillment is an art. You got to figure out what juices you. For me, it's it's kids. Maybe for you, it's animals or the environment or the elderly. Whatever it is, give back right freaking now. If you're listening, saying, you know, yeah, you had money, that's why you do it. Listen, you you'll get the money faster if you do it. If you don't have money, give your time. It's not you're not going to do it for that reason. But that's just the way God works. That's the way the universe works. But you got to give back right now. Then you'll be happily achieving. You'll be fulfilled, and the success will come much faster. Yeah, I think there's this misnomer that you're going to be happy once you're successful, yeah. but or you're going to be fulfilled once you're successful. But if you know, they say, if, why not enjoy the freaking journey for Christ's sake? You know, and it comes <laughs> faster. Well, well, what is successful, right? Like you, you have this idea, you get there, and then you're like, no, I want some more. No, I want some more, and it's just this never-ending thing. Like it's like you get to the the goal line, but then it gets pushed back, and then you get to the goal line, and then it gets pushed back. It's it's this. Right. Uh, Right. You're going against the principles of the universe at that point. Right. So right. Uh, no, I, I love that, man. I'd love that you give back because that is something that's I, I Tony Robbins, the two spiritual needs, growth and contribution. I that's live it. my life by those two principles because once I started doing that and it wasn't significance, it wasn't mine, mine was certainty. Mine was certainty. I'm an engineer. I, I, I get it. I, I get it. Certainty. Very common for very common for you know, uh, a detailed personality like that. Yeah. Very exactly. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, but once I started to like start learning again, growing and then just giving, 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 giving your bucket is so overfilled when you start giving yourself to others in any capacity, it's, it's the most amazing yeah, thing you can it, do in your life. One of the things we do in my coaching program, my warriors, uh, is we have high performance coaching. We go through things like your courage to take action, your ability to influence your productivity, but we also go through things like your relationships and your mission and purpose in life. Because listen, if you're not looking in the mirror, in my case, to be a better father, to be a better husband, to be a better business person, frankly, to be a better human being, you're making a huge mistake because life is about growth. If you're not growing, you're dying, frankly. And, um, and yep. so 
you know, make sure that you're, that you're growing. I, if, if I had it available, I'd throw up a, I never went to college, but I, I do tons of boot camps and, and, and events. I, 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 uh, um, you know, like I've done five in the last literally four months. And, and, and I have these nice. lanyards that I have a picture where I've got like hundreds of lanyards around my neck and on my arms from all the events that I've gone to. And, and cause learners are earners and, and listen, you don't stop learning until you're dead. Honestly, you're learning yeah. until, uh, until you're, you're, you're gone. And so adopt that mindset and you'll be happier and success is inevitable. I couldn't agree with you more, man. Couldn't agree with you more. All right, let's jump into some fun superhero questions for a minute. Okay. All right. I don't know if you have a nickname or a superhero name, but... No, my nickname's Rod. Uh, that's not my real given name, but uh, anyway, yeah. Awesome. So that could be your superhero name, but if, if that's not your superhero name, what would your superhero name be? Massive freaking action. Massive freaking action. I love it. I love that. Or so passion. I love the word passion. I love Tony's quote, live with passion. Yeah. You know, you want to hear what my definition of passion is? Sure. It's that you love something so much that you are willing to suffer for it. Mm. Nice. Because nice. people think, follow your passion, follow your passion. Well, if you're not willing to suffer for it, or, sa or sacrifice, you know, exactly. and, and I, that's one of the own your power clips I just did about, you know, you're going to have to trade something for your success. You're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to give some things up. It doesn't come, you know, people see the the stuff on social media and the, and all the success and they don't realize it's like a duck floating on the water. You can see the top, but you can't see the legs furiously going underneath and all the work that's been done to get there. Sacrifice is a big piece. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And one, one thing you had mentioned earlier about focus, like I, I honestly believe in this world, you're either a creator or a consumer or some blend of it. But if you're constantly consuming, 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 now you're not creating. And you, you're a creator yourself. When you know, when you're creating, when you're contributing, when you're growing and giving and being a creator, that's when you start feeling the amazing parts of life. You really start to feel alive you're at that point. You're in the zone point. or the quan in Jerry Maguire. You're absolutely in that freaking <laughs> zone. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome, man. I have not heard the the name Jerry Maguire in quite a while. That is a phenomenal movie. For yeah. you youngins, check that out. Jerry Maguire is such a phenomenal movie. <laughs> awesome. Well, massive freaking passion. What are you, some of your superpowers? Communication is my biggest superpower for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a voracious reader. I've got literally thousands of books in a library in one of the other buildings here where the studio is actually that I couldn't do this in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that that love of reading really enhanced my vocabulary and and my love of, you know, and I love to communicate. I love connection and, and meeting people. Were you always a big reader, even when you were younger? Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hardy Boys. Yeah, that's where I started. That's incredible. Yeah. When, when I go on podcasts and they ask me like, what's one thing you wish you did when you were younger or whatever at the beginning of your journey, it's reading. I always yeah. reading. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand reading as a kid. And I, I, so I don't, it's not that I regret it because I'm exactly where I'm at and I wouldn't change anything from my past, but yeah, reading, nice. Nice. reading for so many different reasons. I write now and I love writing. Writing is one of, one of the things that I love to do, but yeah, nice. I, I love how your superpower is communication and I, I can definitely Thanks. see that. Thanks. All right. Who are some of your real life superheroes? 
Elon, for sure. Uh, he's a freaking rock star. Oh my God. Five, what is it? $4 billion startups. Just, just brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant guy. Um, and, uh, you know, Tony for sure. I like Arnold as well. I don't like his politically, but I like everything else about him. And, you know, the fact that he was, uh, you know, Mr. Universe, then he was a governor and then he's, uh, what else did he do? Actor. I mean, you know, I mean, somebody that can reinvent themselves like that is just extraordinary. Yeah. One of the, I recently watched his documentary, Arnold. Oh yeah. I've been hearing um, about it. I need to go watch it. Cause that, uh, in fact, that's what prompted me to, to bring him up because someone else said, you need to go watch that, uh, in an interview yesterday. And I'm like, okay, so that's why he was top of mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I love about his story and you mentioned this earlier in the podcast was talking about your vision of, of the future, visualizing and manifesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He knew already that he was a champion in bodybuilding. He yeah. knew already that he was a movie star, not an actor, but a movie star. Yeah, you should research Sylvester Stallone as well. His story is extraordinary. Well, when he wrote Rocky and, and they wanted to, they wanted to um, cast somebody else. Heard, yeah. They wanted to oh, yeah. put somebody else in there that would have been a joke. Um, and he, he refused and, and uh, actually ended up selling his dog and then buying his dog back for like 10 grand, <laughs> some crazy story about knowing your freaking outcome and going for it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I love that. And Elon Musk. Yeah. He, he's been a, uh, uh, a hero of mine as well. And the more I learn about him, especially when he was first starting out is just incredible. Elon just didn't become Mr. Tesla overnight. None of these, none of these stories, or, like you or said, space, or the space thing or the boring SpaceX, thing, or yeah. now he's doing an AI thing. I mean, it's like one to go to Mars thing. It was like one thing after, I mean, he's extraordinary guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just love what you said about, about sacrifice too, because yeah, if you want to do something extraordinary in your life, you can't do what everybody else is doing. You can't live the comfortable life. You can't watch the Netflix every night. I'm right. sorry. It, it's just, if you want extraordinary things in your life, you're going to have to work for them. There, there's no shortcut to it. There's no tick, TikTok video that you can, you can well, create. That's why you do what you love and you do, you work in your strength and then you'll success is inevitable. Just don't, don't try to let someone else push you to do what they want you to do. Um, don't live a life of regret. There was this nurse named Bronnie Ware in um, Australia. She was a hospice nurse. So she took care of patients when they were about to die. And she asked him a question, Ace. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it, something like the five regrets of dying. You know what the number one regret was? Was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. God, I can't think of anything worse than that. If you fear failure, fear that. Fear regret. Don't fear failure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I, I love that, man. So what do, uh, what do the next five years look like for you? Do you have anything in the works? Like what, um, what's I'll be next? buying a lot more apartment units in this downturn for sure. Um, and I'm revamping my coaching program. I mean, we've, it's, I've got, ex, you know, I'm blessed to have extraordinary success, um, with my students and, you know, you can see some of the pictures behind me on the wall here. Usually you can't see them cause I'm usually not over here, but thank you <laughs> cards from, from students whose lives have been impacted by my work. And, and, you know, I mean, it's, I know it sounds high, like it's hyperbole, but I get incredible. I, I literally get love every single day and I'm not exaggerating. I get an email, a DM, a text, I get gifts. I, uh, I get these handwritten cards every single day. I get love. I mean, it's addicting, you know, when, when you're changing lives and, and, People are, you know, taking that massive freaking action to make things happen for themselves. Um, it's it's very very rewarding. 
I, yeah, I, I hear you there. And, and the thing is about something like that is once you start living a life of contribution and giving to others, like I feel it's a responsibility for me to do better so I can be better because if I'm not being the best version of myself and I'm not continually giving to people, well, that's selfish of me to do. That's selfish of me to hold these things in and not give them out to people. I, I agree. I mean, you know, whatever you want, you give. You want love, you give love. You want happiness, you give happiness. You want money, you give up your time and give money. That's just the way God works or the universe, whatever you believe. It's just how it works. Yep. Agree with I'm, you. I am bumping up against a hard stop here, brother. I, I apologize. Oh, no worries. No worries. No worries. Real quick for everybody listening, what is the quickest, fastest, easiest way for them to get a hold of you? Rod, Rod's links. I mean, my social media is there. If you ask me a question on Facebook and Instagram, you will always get an answer from me. And and the people are like, "Is this really you?" And then I have to take a picture of my freaking underwear or whatever. Show them, yes, it's me. But but you'll get. A, I answer every question. My boot camp site is there. Remember, use the code ACE to to get that one ninety seven price. It's double that now. It'll be triple that soon. Um, and, uh, if you can make it to Orlando, I promise you'll be glad you did. If you don't go do the goal setting workshop there, there's a ton of free resources about multifamily. They really are best in class books. I'm not kidding. They're not like some white paper hyperbole crap. They are really well-written books that will add a ton of value to you. And, um, yeah, rodslinks.com. Please listen to my podcast. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's very well received. Like I said, 17 million downloads. I'm very proud of it. And, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. If you can, if you, you know, like you enjoy aces here, I think you'll enjoy mine as well. That's it's right. That, Rod's links. Yep. And that is the lifetime cash flow through real estate investing. Awesome. Rod, massive freaking, freaking passion. Thank you. Such an honor to have you on. Thank you, brother. Thank you once again for everybody listening. Thank you for spending your time here. I know you could be with anybody and be with anyone. So I appreciate and honor the time that you spend with me and my amazing guests like Rod. So remember, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. And like that, he's gone. <laughs>